is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Gotcha. We got a real battle in the AFC South here. The Houston Texans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Only injuries of note, Zay Jones hurting his knee. We'll get more details on that tomorrow when Brian Scott joins us at 9.30 at this channel. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are favored at minus 8.5. The over-under is at 44. Actually, you know what? I think I like Houston the cover. They've been doing. I think it's going to be a backdoor cover, but they've been doing a pretty good job and enough in garbage time where I think they make this game within eight and a half points, maybe in the fourth quarter. So give me Houston to cover this game right now. Uh, we like Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud, while I'm not playing him this week, did make my waiver wire list as a quarterback you want to pick up and stash because of how he well he's been doing, especially in garbage time points. Uh, Travis Etienne, obviously, he's an RB one. It's a little Damian Pierce here, Adam. Now, I do actually have him for the first time ever, I think, have him ranked a little bit ahead of the ECR. I got him at RB24. They got him at RB28. And this is more because of the mindset that I have for several other running backs. If you don't show me a pulse this week, I'm going to bury you after this. You're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It should be a good matchup. I know the offensive line's injured for the Houston Texans, but this should be a situation that sets up for an offense in the Houston Texans that has been moving the ball that I feel like he winds up getting a touchdown. So that's why I wanted to put him as an RB2. But when you look at Damian Pierce, what do you see this week? What do you see moving forward? Is he going to not live up to his ADP? Uh, There's a few things there. I I think first and foremost, I would be watching the injury report this week. I want to see, I don't know, maybe three of their starters playing before I want to play Damian Pierce. Uh, They played one starter in the last game. Uh, so if we made it to above half, I think I'd be comfortable because two reasons here. Uh, I like Stroud a lot and to your point, he has been valuable because of the garbage time stuff, but the coaching staff to this point doesn't really seem to be trusting him before garbage time. He had 24 attempts, uh, at the end of the third quarter, I believe, or at least around the minute mark. Um, and I don't know why that's the case. You think that they're down that much. They would be throwing more, but I digress. Uh, I, I think Pierce is going to get touches. I think this is a good matchup for him. So if you get a couple of those uh, linemen in there, I, I agree. Uh, as far as season long, I think eventually they're going to realize that Stroud should be throwing the ball a little bit more. He's like the only thing on this offense functioning the way it should. Um, so that does make me scared. If you do get a good game out of Damian Pierce this week, I would seriously consider uh getting them out of there <laughs> trading away yeah I, I agree with you on that part uh calvin ridley i think we'll have a bounce back week especially with zay jones banged up still have him as a low-end wide receiver one and i i couldn't figure this part out chase uh ecr hates christian kirk this week he's at wide receiver <laughs> 39 i'm like i'm like what i got him at wide receiver 28 i, I basically haven't moved christian kirk in three weeks so i'm not gonna move him this week you, you have another receiver who's banged up he had a bounce back game last week they're gonna need him to probably play a little bit more in two receiver sets and attacking houston as a slot is exactly what you do so i don't get why he's not a flex position for more people i, I don't know am i missing something no, you're right about slot. I mean, Zay Flowers had, what, nine out of ten targets. He caught week one against them. And last week, Alec Pierce, he only had five targets. They should have – or not Alec Pierce, I'm sorry, Josh Downs. They should have gone more uh, – the Colts should have gone more at, at 
at that flex or at that slot position there against against the Houston Texans defense there. I've got him a little bit ahead of ECR. I've, I don't have him quite as high as you. I've got him at 35. I have him as a I have him in yeah, wide receiver three, um, which is I think about where he's settling in right now because like we said, he doesn't necessarily play in two wide receiver sets now with Zay Jones doesn't play. I don't necessarily know how they set those two wide receiver sets up. They don't really have, to be dead honest with you, a whole hell of a lot behind their top. They have a great top three in Zay Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Christian Kirk, but there's not a lot behind them in that wide receiver room. Jamal Agnew, maybe the former slash current slash sometimes running back. Um, Tim Jones, they just, they don't have a whole lot going on there. Um, I think the Jones injury actually doesn't help Christian Kirk because it means that you know, there's, there's nothing out, there's nothing else out there in those three wide receiver sets to help draw any coverage off of him. So, I mean, I've got him a little higher than ECR. He had a great game last week. I was completely wrong about him. Chris, he made a great call on him last week that it was a game set up for him. Um, and I still love Christian Kirk as a player. I just, he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be, but he'll be fine. He's yeah, not going to be, he's Yeah. He's a wide receiver three in this game. Definitely play him as a wide receiver three. Chris, let's talk a little. We have to talk a little Nico Collins because I have to admit I was wrong on this guy. I thought he was just a dude. But he was just a dude who happened to be on a weak depth chart, and therefore he was going to be the X wide receiver. But now I have to put him all the way up at wide receiver twenty nine. I got you pretty much. You're playing Nico Collins if you're in three receiver or flex sets here. Wide receiver seven through the first two games, uh, negative game scripts. I expect this to be a negative game script. It's boosting the passing volume. Uh, do you agree? You think Nico Collins is going to flame out at some point? So I have to also admit I'm not a big Nico Collins fan, and I'll have to eat a little crow for the first two games through him, although I'm not eating any crow for Damian Pierce's first two games. Um, for Nico Collins, I, I'm with you, Dan, this week, but I want to point out why I kind of end there after this week, and I do think it's kind of something that can flame out. You saw Tank Dell get involved a lot last week as that third receiver replaced Noah Brown in the lineup. He got 10 targets. Nico Collins is bringing double-digit targets the first two weeks. Part of that's you're playing the Ravens and you're playing the Colts. Where do you attack the Colts? Well, they're secondary, particularly on their outside corners because their slot corner is the best corner they have. You can really torch them right now. Ravens are the same thing. They have no Humphrey. They, I mean, you can't even name basically their second corner outside right now. So if you're attacking these teams, you're attacking the outside receivers. You pointed out C.J. Stroud getting a lot of points and kind of junk time. Nico Collins kind of you know making – Hey, off of that. So he's a guy I think you can kind of start this week. Feel confident because the matchup versus Jacksonville is a good matchup for him. But I think overall, Dio Collins is a guy that I think as season progresses, like Tank Dell is going to want to be in the guy that they look for more often than not in this offense. I think they're going to start going younger. Nico Collins will be a guy I think will be involved, but I think Dio Collins is a guy that I would try to sell high after this week, possibly. Yeah, you know what? I like that because I don't think Nico Collins is a transcendent talent. So I'm with you on usually guys like that tend to flame out as the season goes on. He's uh, seen I a do- lot of usage, and that's why he's relevant right now. He's seen top 20 type usage, and that's why he's relevant. He's because, he's, yeah, he's a receiver. Great. Yeah, agreed. Um, speaking of receivers on the Texans, I just want to mention real quickly Robert Woods. I'm 21 spots ahead of ECR. They have him at 63. I got him at 42. The guy's averaged nine and a half targets over the last two games. I, he's a wide receiver four. I don't know what these people's problem are. And then Tank Dell, I have him as a wide receiver five just because he is still dependent on playing those three receiver sets. We did see his routes jump up to 83% last week after Noah Brown went out and was out of, is out of the lineup. I don't think that's going to matter or change. Tank Dell was the real deal last week, and I think he's just going to climb, stash him if you still have the opportunity to do so. Play him in DFS. Play him in DFS. Play him in DFS. One one thousand percent agree there. Uh, Evan Ingram, you're going to play him as a mid 
uh, tight end one. I got him at ranked at tight end six this week. And Schultz, all the receivers are getting love, and therefore Schultz, uh, he's 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 dropped. Yeah, I don't even, don't even. Perfect, Chase. That that sums it up perfectly. Let's move seven to our next. Week, yeah, seven targets that hasn't been accounted for anything. 